Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. It's funny, Jim. Jim Florentine with us. We're talking about, you're talking about being backstage at these shows. And I remember, you know, we've been lucky enough to be backstage shows for years and Lucky. And it's not glamorous like people like like fans think it is. It used to be cooler. Yeah. Like it, decades ago. Well, it probably was decades ago. Yeah. But I just think that the I think it's I We missed I've, it. It's just we missed the cool part of being backstage. Well, the backstage of the seventies is probably crazy. Sure. Yeah, those kind of shows. But you go backstage down some of these shows. Colleen, you were there. They're bored. Backstage? You know? Yeah. Oh, you weren't? No. no. You never got invited backstage? Never. Wow. <sighs> She took care sure. out in front, you know. <laughs> Johnny, River, Johnny, Johnny Rivers not yet brought you back? I, I was never back. No, no. Did I ever tell you my Scorpions backstage let's story? Let's hear it. No. Let's hear it. So I go to a Scorpion show. This is mid-80s. Okay. Down in Philadelphia at the Spectrum. And I, had, I, I got down in front row somehow. I forget. It, maybe right. it was general admission. Right. So I go out to get a beer, and I see this really cute girl. Mm-hmm. I start talking to her. And I go, hey, you want to come down? You here with a boyfriend? She goes, no, I'm here by myself. I, I, I get you in the front. She's like, you can. I go, just follow me. Follow, she follows me down there. We get in the front row. We're drinking. We start making out in the front row. <laughs> yeah. Scorpions come on. Then yeah. she starts flashing a band. I'm this like, all right, whatever. Yeah, this is mid-eight. awesome. Yeah. 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 Beautiful blonde, right? Yeah. We're making out in between. She's grabbed me. I'm grabbing yeah. her. Flashing a band. The band's like, yeah, you know, the whole time. <laughs> so right after the show, the show ends, a roadie comes over and he goes, hey, listen, uh, the Scorpions want you two guys backstage. Okay. It's like, awesome. Hold oh, this is amazing. Right, right. Hey, here's some pass. All right, follow me. So you're, so not, can, you're not in radio. This is you're not in radio or none of that. You're not no, doing comedy. Is, I'm not even doing comedy. At the, I'm 22 year old kid. Okay, got it. So we get to the backstage door, and there's a big bouncer there, and she's first, and she goes through. He goes, and he just stands there, wait, nope, just her. I go, <laughs> <laughs> I go and you're no, stuck in with her. I go, no, I got this pass. Right. So I'm supposed we're supposed to go back because no, just her. And I, I think her name was Melanie. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm supposed to go with her. And she keeps walking. I'm yeah. like, Melanie, Melanie, they won't let me back. She never looked back once. <laughs> never looked back I'm once. I'm you remember her name. I remember her name. Yeah. I, and I was mad at the Scorpions for like a year. <laughs> I'm like, F those guys. I'm not listening to them. Like, and then I realized, like, oh, why would they want me backstage? I'm going to be asking who was on the Blackout album cover. <laughs> you know what I mean? She I never looked back. Dudes, I didn't no. have her phone number. I never saw her they again. They don't want dudes. It's, uh, yeah, it's a pain in the ass, you know? Unless you got an in, like in radio or what you do, the metal show or the comedy, even then you run into some dicks sometimes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. And there's never any booze backstage, rarely anymore. No, there's not. You know, there's not. Yeah, so you're looking around like there's no drinks, nothing. I know. No. no. Yeah. That's because all the guys are alcoholics and they don't want to tell you. Yeah, a lot of Coke. There used to you be a lot of Coke show? back there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they got vegan food. I'm yeah. like, what is going on here? Yeah, right. But dude, I guess those days did go away. But you're right. You see it. Backstage now, it's kind of a lonely scene. It's like, okay. And then you run into a dick that won't let you back with, with your new girlfriend, yeah. Melanie. <laughs> Lots of people's yeah. girlfriends she, are back she there. She couldn't even turn around That's and it. say Lots sorry. Of are back there. She couldn't even turn around and say sorry. She used you, Jim. She did. To yep. get up front. What you now, how did right? you get up front? Did you know somebody? No, I, th- I think it was general mission. Oh, yeah, you stuck around. I right. snuck around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. always good at I still at this. Yeah. I never sit in my seat. Yeah, yeah. You suck around. 
<laughs> I, I'll do that at baseball games. So yeah. we'll, we'll I'll get like bleacher seats. I just went to the uh, the Cleveland. Uh, the Guardian game? Play. Yeah, I just okay. went last week when I was in Cleveland. Okay. I didn't move down there because it was packed, but right. when it's not, I'll get like a bleacher seat, and then I'll go like right behind home plate by like the third inning. I'll see where the seats. Those comfy seats there, but but, but aren't you afraid he's getting kicked out? Sometimes they kick you out. I wait till like the third or fourth inning. Oh, if those okay. seats aren't full, then no one's coming. So I'll right. kind of look mm-hmm. around or whatever. So my move is as soon as they – they usually have older people like right. as ushers. Yeah, yeah. Right. So as soon as there's like someone showing a ticket or some chaos, I just walk right past like 100 miles an hour. Right, okay. right, right. So they're distracted. And I'll get like two of my friends down there. Now the thing is now you have, you're stuck there because you, you don't have a ticket. No, you're right. Right. So what I'll do is I'll, like, a couple innings later, I go, what do you guys need from the – let me get some beer, some food. So I go up to the, the concession woman. I said, listen, I go, I got a bunch of alcoholic friends down there. We're sitting over there. They, I got to come back with a bunch of beers and food. I'm not going to be able to show you my ticket because my hands are going to be full. I go, so you remember me? I go, look like Brad Pitt, don't I? I crack a joke. Uh-huh. I go, come on, a little. Don't I look yeah, like Brad Pitt? So yeah. You're going to remember Brad Pitt, right? <laughs> yeah, I remember you, Brad. I'm like, okay, thanks, because I can't show you my ticket. And then I come back. Hey, Brad. I'm like, yeah, thank Why you. Why they ask for your ticket right there? They don't because I'm going back out that way. I'm going back. Yeah. Right. So I just I always talk to him. I go, listen, my hands are going to be full. That's a brilliant move. You got yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Been doing you got it for this years. Wrapped down. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we did with concerts. Like before we got hooked up with right. with shows. Yeah. As soon as the headliner band went on, we'd go like to the section and, and people are running to get there because right. you know. And all of a sudden, they're showing a bounce at a ticket, or the guy, the security, got a ticket, and we just storm by like 100 miles an hour. Bunch of you, right? Yeah, because the guy's distracted, and we just find some seats. Did you ever get kicked out? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. rare, I mean, I'm kicked out of the whole venue for that. Yeah, no, not the whole venue. Okay, They'll just good. kick you out good. of the section. Okay, good, good, good. I'll say my friends got the ticket. I don't right. know. It's somewhere. Right. Yeah. I'm Brad Pitt. Let me back. I'm Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> so you flirt with her, and yeah, I know that. Yeah, I can see that middle aged woman going, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah then Brad I turn Pitt. around. Don't I look from, from this angle? Yeah. <laughs> all right, a little like that. Okay, yeah. So. so do you walk down with all the food dead, and then she just, she's looking to smile at you as you walk yeah, past her? Yeah, hey, hi, Brad. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great idea. It's a great. I was talking to a friend of mine. I think it might have been. I don't think it was Canner. Somebody else talking about the the gym. Uh, he goes to gyms when he goes to town. It's a great. I was telling somebody how to do this the other day. They wanted to go to a local gym. They didn't. Have, they and they travel a lot. I think it was a comedian. I said, "What you do is, uh, is he would he would uh, get out of his car at the gym, like the like my club at that gym or something like that, and he would pour water on his t shirt, and he would uh, walk in like." Uh, He's been working out. He'd been working out. Yeah. And he said, listen, I, he goes, I, I've got my, I had to get something in my car. And he's wet. And they go, oh, okay. Uh-huh, okay. They wave him in. Yeah, he's got the earbuds in. Yeah. And then right. I'll point and, to the water like this. And he, well, he's wet. And he's, yeah. he's, he looks like he's already sweating. Like he like he got out and get, and, and it worked off your time, he said. But you got to have the balls to do it. You just got to go out and do it. Yeah. Right. You just got to tell him, I, I, need a, I need a smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I need you to go out and have a smoke. Just point to your pack of smokes. You know, yeah. Poor right Melody. Yeah, she I had a fun one years ago. I, I talked my way into a Stones concert for free. Yeah, you did. How'd you do that? Uh, I'm in Cleveland, right. and our big boss, Mitch Kutash, was getting married. So all of the Funny Bone managers are there. The Stones are sold out. It's at Jacobs Field. And you don't even Lenny, have tickets to the show. No, no, no tickets. Lenny Kravitz is opening. Oh, cool. I leave, six of us leave the reception of the big boss. Right. We're there on the outside. They're tailgating. They're drinking beer. I'm just kind of surveying the situation, and I see 
There's cops everywhere. I go up to one of the gates. Here's everybody there. They're going, you know, no ticket. Nobody's in. I said, you see the, the merch stand right there? I'm a soccer mom from Omaha, Nebraska. I'm here at a convention. I want to get my kids a T-shirt. I don't want to see the stones. Man, I just want to. So the guy nice went, guy. okay. You must have found so a nice guy. He let me in, and he's, he said, I'm watching you. I'm standing there looking at all the T-shirts. Here's all my buddies in the back. I'm yeah. waving at them, yeah, yeah, yeah. flipping them off. Right. All of a sudden, something happens down there. The something cop happened. goes that and way. I'm in. I'm in the third row watching Lenny Kravitz. Never made it back to the reception. You should have one wow. guy just punch the other guy you're with. You punch that guy, then they, they right. arrest those dudes you're with. <laughs> right. And you get so much fun. You should have found Melissa to take you backstage. <laughs> Melanie? No, Melody. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Melody. Still mad. She banged yeah. the whole yeah. band. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> 30 years ago. Florentine remembers her name. I do remember. And, he you know, it was, before, it was right. before cell phones, so I didn't, couldn't, right. I didn't get her number. Uh, I didn't even think about that. And you mentioned it 10 minutes ago, and I forgot. It, maybe you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you weren't sucking face with no, her. No, no, I wasn't. And this is 1985. She's probably dressed like her, a rock chick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Her name was an echoing off of the arena hallways. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I believe they didn't want me. how much fun she had yeah. back Oh, she had, a, she had a lot oh, of fun. I just can't believe that, you know, they didn't want me back asking about, you know, the so the Love Drive album, who played that solo on that song? You wouldn't even care if somebody was sucking face with Melly at that point. You just wanted to talk to the band. You wanted, yeah. you wanted to meet the band. Exactly. Right. Like if she went with the singer in the right. other room, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll Kyle's... just talk to I'll talk to Rudolph Schenker. <laughs> I want to ask how he likes his brother Michael. I got questions. <laughs> I got questions. <laughs> You're right. He's singing, holy hell. <laughs> you know, we use you as the uh, harbinger. Uh, cool when it comes to music, because Tyler could not commit to uh, Greta Van Fleet until you said Greta Van Fleet was cool. You remember? No, that? I just I just bought his opinion on rock better yeah. than yours, right? And mine. <laughs> yeah. I just saw him up oh, for Metallica. I haven't seen him in a long time, Greta, but I just saw him up for Metallica to do a stadium yeah. show in Pittsburgh. They were phenomenal. They're like a, a jam band now. They do like 10, 12-minute songs. Oh, really? Okay. Really? And they got a young audience coming to see them now. Yeah, they sure. do have a young audience. They were here at Bussall. Yeah, I yeah. saw them here in the arena, right. and same thing. The, their headline set was maybe 12 songs, but they were they were all 8, 10-minute kind of jam songs. Okay. And you got like 18 to 23-year-old kids yeah, liking 10 to 12-minute songs. Saving rock and roll. I'm like, bit. there's no, I'm like, they really, they, and they know everything and they're going crazy right. for them. So That's, it's a good sign. It is a good sign. And a legitimate arena, like they was pyro and light, I mean, full on show, man. I mean, they put on a good show. Yeah. I uh, along yeah, with the music. Yeah, yeah. Like tomorrow night, I'm going to go see uh, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. Are oh. they cool? Absolutely. Who's Mike Campbell? There you go. He's a, oh, he's he's a, heavy, he's a heavy metal guy, man. Yeah. Huh? Tom Petty? Tom Petty. Oh, Tom Petty. Okay. Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, no, look, I mean, that's yeah. classic rock. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I go see Skinner every year. Yeah, yeah. You know, saw Seeger, Elton John, so just that he's part of t- I never got to see Tom Petty, so is he going to do some Tom Petty stuff? I, he does several Tom Petty songs. Yeah. I yeah. looked at some set lists. You would think to get him in. He only have one album, right? He's got two albums. Okay. Right. And his voice yeah. actually kind of sounds like Tom's when he sings. Well, it's kind of does, does he sound like a him? little bit? Well, yeah, I haven't heard him. I haven't he heard him. wrote a bunch of songs, and uh, you obviously learned how to be a front man from Tom Petty. Right, so right. I'm curious to see. That'll be a killer show, Todd. Ah, that should killer. be fun. And uh, I've never been to that venue before, and I heard it's great. You be able to stay awake that long? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take a nap. <laughs> That's a rock show. Yeah. Does it start at nine. Something like okay. that. Yeah. I think there's a band before him too.
Which I don't need. Which means they go on at 10. That's why I like the 7 o'clock right. comedy shows. I'm going to be a right. good buzz for those. Yep. They really can <laughs> yeah. start concerts earlier, too. Like, why not start to have the first band go on at 6? Because these bands are getting older. Let them get off stage at 10 instead of 11. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We did that. Yes. I always talk about this. One of the Aussie tours. This is probably 10, 12 years ago. Aussie and Slash. Yeah, Aussie and on Slash. On a Sunday night. Sunday night in this town. And we had to work next day. So we're being like, oh, Jesus. And, but you know, we couldn't act like pussies. I'll tell you that story in a second. <laughs> but but we, uh, we went to that show and Slash went on at 7, right? Slash went on at like 6.30. Right at 6.30 and Aussie at 8. 8 and he was done by 9.30. And it was the best show ever. And we're like, sweet, and, home by 10. And it was a Sunday night, but it was also, you know, it felt like uh, people whining. I think they should start them all earlier now. Uh, yeah, there. I mean, there were 17,998 people well, who were like, you, really? Show's over? And then there's the two of us. Well, you guys, I mean, you and Jameson and, and, and Trunk had to hang out for the interview with the, before the revamped, the original GNR got back together. You had to be backstage waiting for him after that show to what, four in the morning? Axel. Five yeah. five twenty AM we interviewed him. Right. Wow. <laughs> you waited. I, I remember that story because you guys were there to interview him. They were late because he was still doing late shows then. Well, they, they, that tour came here. That was that whole tour. They, he was going on at like 11, right. 11.30 and play until one thirty yeah. or 2. Well, he doesn't do that now yeah. because Slash and those guys are in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Probably some yeah. money involved, too. I remember you and I but going to— But uh, you, you stayed awake and you sat back there. Well, first of all, they had new management, Axel, and right. his manager said, BH1, that metal show, come down here. You can interview him. We'll do a whole special. He right. wants to promote the tour, right. and Axel will do an interview. They never told Axel. Never told him. They never told them. They just said, hey, VH1's going to be here filming, and they're going to make... And Buck Cherry was the opener. We knew those guys, so we interviewed them. We interviewed Dizzy Reed from Guns at the time. And then it came to... They went on at midnight. It was the Miami Arena where the Heat play. Yeah. Guns went and played till 3 a.m. Oh, so they played. They did, they did play till 3, but They still. played till 3, but we thought we were going to get him before the show. Yeah. He's the, you know, the manager's, yeah, we'll get Axel before the show, 15 minutes. Like, okay, perfect. Now we don't get him. The show goes on. Now it's 3 in the morning. And they're like, and then they hit up Axel at like the after party at 3.45 a.m. <laughs> or 4 a.m. going, hey, these DH1s here, they want to interview. He's like, Who, no one told me this. Whoa. And he's like, yeah, well, they're here. They came all the way down here. Can you give him an interview? He's like, well, I got to get ready. I got to shower. I got to right. get made up, whatever, you know, yeah. for his first TV interview in like 20 years. Yeah, so, wow. you're right, you're right. So we just waited and waited. And then at like, yeah, 5.20 a.m. we got him. I didn't care. Like everyone yeah. else was bitching. I'm like, I've been, I've walked out of strip clubs at 6.30 in the morning, got on a plane. We're going to interview Axl Rose. Yeah. I think I just, oh, I'm a little tired. <laughs> you know, like, like they were throwing it out there. You guys must have been tired. Yeah. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, right. It's fine. Oh. How long did the interview go for? 
Probably about 25 minutes, okay. 25, 30 minutes. Okay, all right, all right. We would have been bitching. But you did hop on a plane then, didn't you? Didn't yeah, we did. All, we had like a 7 a.m. flight or so, or 7.30. Yeah, I was like, whatever. <laughs> but we weren't drinking. I wasn't because oh. I real because I'm like, if we're going to do this interview. Yeah. You know, and that's what that's when it went down when he was ready. And we're like, that's fine. Yeah, you're right. And he was totally cool with it. Yeah. But, but that was cool. yeah, it was his first interview we did for in a long time. I, I remember that story. I'm at 5.45 in the morning. So it was, it was probably getting light then. Yeah. Probably, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I just remember the whole, all the people working at the arena. Have you gone back to look at that video? Do you guys look tired? I no. Remember, I watched that interview. No. no. Yeah, no. You look. <laughs> you know what that no. means? I'm in we, Miami. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to live down there by the day, and yeah. some of the, like, the, the clubs would stay open until like 6 in the morning. Right, so you'd right. stay out till 6 in the morning. Yeah, so yeah. I was, yeah, it wasn't a problem. Yeah. And you're right. It is Axl Rose. Yeah. And at the time, you wasn't talking to anybody. Right. I used to cut lawns, like 25 lawns a day in, right. in Florida in right. August. Yeah. That's work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got to wait yeah. up to talk, talk to one of the biggest rock stars ever. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Feel bad for me. Who bits more, Trunk or Jameson then? Trunk. Oh, dr- <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, I'm exhausted. I'm like, relax. It's fine. Me and Don are like, yeah, well, no problem. We've gotten right from, like I said, the strip club, yeah. hanging out with Dimebag. You right. know, Dimebag and Vinny from yeah. Pantera used yeah. to own a strip club, the strip club in, in Dallas. Dallas. Right. So whenever you did the improv there, they'd always take you there. And we'd basically go from the strip club to the airport on Sunday morning to go home. Oh, man. They'd keep you out that late. Yeah. When, when Axel's going on at midnight, are they, they're cutting off beer sales before the show even starts, aren't they? I mean, yeah, some I think of those so. Places. Yeah, you know, in those curfews, usually eleven o'clock, so they would work that in the contract how much right. you're going to pay. I know, like Madison Square Garden, if you go past eleven o'clock, eleven o every minute is a th- uh, like ten thousand dollars. Man, that's wow. the show. Yeah, once you go that's over, the show. Right? Yeah, it's okay. the show. If you go because yeah. there's all the union rules and all right. that stuff. So. Right. That would have been the, the time to do a set from the, the soundboard, though, if they've stopped selling beer. <laughs> that would have been perfect, I know. Yeah. You wouldn't have got hit with any. Right. They wouldn't waste it. It's gone. Yeah. Just an arena full of people <laughs> sitting there waiting all night and then starting to sober up, too. Like, how, how yeah. mad do you have to be at the comedian telling jokes so you're going to throw, like, a $12 beer at him? That's like, for hate. me, I'm like, yeah. there's no way I'm going to throw this. It cost no. me 12 bucks. Right. No. Right. No. I and then you have to go it. back to the concession stand. Yeah. You're creating a problem. But I do remember the days, and you do too, obviously, and so is Todd for this matter. I think it happened more when we were younger than these guys. Is it the days when um, you didn't know when Headliner was going on. Now, it wasn't midnight. That's ridiculous. But it was you just waited. Like the opening band was done, and you would just wait. Yeah, and you it could assumed be, could be, it could be 90 minutes. The show was not going to start on time. But, you, but it was also, it could be 90 minutes. And, and by the way, looking back, even though I was younger, you, you dealt with it. It sucked. Oh, yeah. Because I you mean, didn't know. 90 you minutes. Didn't, you didn't even know. After that's when the opener would come on. It's ninety minutes late. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. right? And then the, uh, then the yeah, but uh, but now you're right. Now they do, well now a lot of days, a lot of rules. venues will post set times the day before. Yep. Right? Like this is what time the opener, the second and act, I, the headliner. I think, here, I, I think that's better. I like it's it. way better yeah. to yeah. do it like that, so right. you know exactly when you need to get in there. But right. yeah, that was always a thing where you have to wait. Wait. I remember Guns was doing the Garden one time, and I was friends with Dizzy Reed, the oh, keyboard player, right, right. and Jim Norton was playing some theater around the corner. Right. So Dizzy's like, I'm, I'm texting him. He hooked us up with tickets, me and Don. I'm right. like, what time are you guys going on? I go, Jim's set doesn't end until 1030. He goes, you have no problem. Stay and watch Jim's show. He's texting me because he knows, obviously. Yeah. Oh, really? He knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then about like 1045, the garden's right across the street. Yeah. I go, should I come over now? He goes, 1150, we're going on. Oh, my God. Wow. So 1150. So I knew I had another. So we went in at like 1120, 1130. <laughs> And then we knew at 11.50, that's when he was going on. So I had the inside info. And I didn't every, have to. And everybody else, I think Skid Row opened or Sebastian Bach opened. He was done at like 9.15. Oh, my God. So from 9.15 to 11.50, there was nothing. 
Wow. That's unbelievable. I, I remember that. I remember hearing that from people who saw that Guns N' Roses tour here. Like the the headliners or the the opening act is done at a normal time, and then it's two or three hours just sitting there. Yeah, well, I'm guessing when they all got back together, Slash said, "We're not doing that." Well, I'm sure there was contractual Slash language and, yeah. Yeah. and contractual. Language. Yeah. No, as the bands got older, they got a little more punctual. I but then you I, and I yeah. going to a Fleetwood Mac show. And, you know, scheduled for 8 o'clock. They were on stage oh, at 8 o'clock. Eight o'clock. And they yeah, got, they, they got, were done at 9.30 or got, whatever. Yeah, they got bed. There's done. also an angle of the ticket prices <laughs> nowadays. People, you, you, ha- you can't disrespect an audience that's paying that much. Right. That's true. You can't There's do that, that to them. Towards the end of that tour, what Axel's solo, you know, the solo Guns N' Roses thing he was right, doing before right. he got back together with those guys, he was showing up on time. At the end, yeah, right? it was okay. like the last year. He, right. All of a sudden, he started doing exactly. They they convinced him, and then it was fine. So that's when Slash and Duff were like, okay, now we can do this stuff, right? Yeah, I'm sure that was in the agreement. And they always go on on time. They're never late. Would since they've been back together. Was Slash was because uh, you know all these rock stars? He's still one of the most elusive. Was he uh, weird? He's just quiet. Quiet. He's shy. Okay. You know those guitar players that just hung in their room their whole childhood and just played, right? Not yeah. not so, Slash. Uh, 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 Axel, because we've talked to Slash before on the phone. Right. Yeah, is Axel weird? Uh, yeah, he's kind of he's yeah. shy too. Yeah, another yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. But once you get him going, he's fine. You okay. know. But if if you get it, it's tough to get in his inner circle. Right. Obviously. No, yeah. I don't blame him for that. Not you know? real. A, it's funny because uh, you know we're friends with Dizzy Reed, the right. keyboard player. Yeah. He's been in the band since yeah. you know Use Your Illusion days, yeah. and he's a it, Dizzy's a big fan of the te- telemarketer calls. And oh. there's one call, yes, no, I don't know, okay. that Axel loves. And they said when Axel was in ever in a bad mood, they'd put that on before the show. <laughs> he's like, put that call on. And we always that's knew that. Awesome. He goes, that's Axel's favorite call. It gets him in a good mood. So we know, hey, Axel, we'll just put this song on, uh, put this we'll uh, telemarketer track. The, the kid glove stuff is hilarious. Isn't it? Uh, with, you with guys people, saved guns and roses. With people that famous. You know? When me and Don met Axel, like not that, that night, I think right. it was another time we found out. I go, where are the guys that did Yes, no, I don't know. He's like, no, this no, you heard the guys. He didn't know. I'm like, yeah, us too. And our other friend who's not here, he's like, oh, I can't believe it. Explain that one real quickly. The yes, no, I don't know. It was it, they were trying to sell me a car warranty. Right. So I said, look, I have uh, two other roommates. We all own the car together, so we have to make a decision together. Right. So whatever they said, I said, yeah, that sounds good. And then Dom would go, no. no. And then I go, what about my other role? What about Chuck? I, I don't know. So you got yes, no, I don't know on every one. The guy's going I crazy. That. I remember yeah. that. I heard that. that yeah. was, I remember that. I think you played that with us in the studio. He goes, how do you guys make a decision? I go, I don't know. You know. <laughs> and then he starts counting down. I got to, you got 10 seconds to make a decision. And right. we just like we're like children. Uh yes, no, I don't know. We just keep going back until he hangs up. <laughs> and I just picture Axel smiling in the corner. Okay, now we'll go on. I'm, Axel's happy. Axel's uh. happy. Exactly. All right. Jim Florentine. Tonight and tomorrow night at the Funny Bone. Only one show each night? Okay. Omaha.funnybone.com. JimFlorentine.com. Come and see this crazy man. Podcast, tour you dates. You too will laugh all like that Axel. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Your looking. Twitter is at Mr. Jim Florentine. Yeah. yeah. MR Jim yeah, Florentine. Yeah, MR Jim Florentine. Yeah. Jim, thanks for coming early. Appreciate that. Always appreciate yeah. you. Always love, having, love having you here. Buddy. We'll talk yeah. to you soon. Listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire.